Boker Tov This is a share on the format of the Slichot before Rosh Hashanah. We have two series of Slichot, ones before Rosh Hashanah and ones for after Rosh Hashanah. This is on the ones before Rosh Hashanah. Again, I'm not going to go into the idea of the Slichot. This is just a technical treatment of how one um, how one traverses the Slichot as we say them. Um, basically, let's start with that there are two main minhagim or nuschaot of the slichot, which have correspondence, but not exactly. One is minhag lita, and the other one is minhag polin. So you have to also realize which one you're taking because you want to follow the whatever your shul is doing. Otherwise, you're not going to be exactly follow. It's going to be not exactly a one-to-one correspondence. So you want to have either minhag lita, Minhag of the Lithuanians, or Minhag Poland, that of Poland. That's the first thing to notice. The overall structure is the same, but the uh, the actual slichot can differ from day to day, and we want to be careful about that. Also, I'm talking about the slichot for Ashkenazim, the slichot for our Swarti brothers. They already been saying slichot for a while, and uh, they have their own nuscha. But here, here we go. Okay, we start always with Ashrei. Okay, we, every, every slicha in the morning we start with Ashrei. Okay, we say Ashrei, and then we ha- if there's a minion, we say Chatzi Kaddish after the minion. If there's no minion, then you keep on going without that. And if the minion comes, you can say the Kaddish when the minion appears. So first with Ashrei, then Chatzi Kaddish. And then we say two paragraphs, a short paragraph, Lecha Hashem Hatzdaka, which ends with Kiata Shomei Adfilah. And another one that starts Shomei Adfilah and ends, it's a bit of a long paragraph, with um, So we have those two initial paragraphs after the Kaddish. Okay, that leads us up to the preamble right before what we call the Yud Gimomidot, which is really the key part of the Slichot. Hashem Hashem Kelrachum Vechanun Erechapayim Vravchesed Vemet. Those are called the Yud Gimomidot. Those are the key parts of the uh, of the Slichot. And that's going to play a bit of a role, in, as we'll see in a moment. But right now, after we said those initial two, we say the preamble to the Yudgamidot, which in this case is Keler Chapayim Ata, etc., until we say Veshem Namar, Vayavor Hashem Vayikra, and then we say the Yudgamidot. Okay, our minhag is uh, after that first initial Yudgamidot, we continue with the paragraphs Imavonenu Anuvanu, Karachim Abanim, Slachna Lavon Hamazel, those short paragraphs we say after those first Yudgamidot. Okay, um, another short paragraph. And then we get to the first slicha after the initial Yudgamidot. Okay, we have one slicha there where we everybody says the slicha to themselves, slowly and carefully. And then once we finish that slicha, we go to the next preamble before Yudgamidot. But the first preamble is Keler Chapayim. From then on, from then on the preamble will be Kel Melch Yoshev Al Kisei Rachamim. That's the preamble, which leads to Yud Gimel Midot, Hashem Hashem Kerachum Bechanu. Now, like I said before, the Yud Gimel Midot are the Ikar. So, what's what's enough coming? What's a practical outcome of this? Is we want you to say the Slichot slowly and carefully, and we realize everybody says Slichot at their own speeds. So, if the Chazan gets to the end uh, of a Slicha, and you're not quite there. The recommendation is that you just finish your sentence, whatever sentence you're on, and you skip to the preamble, Kel Melch Yoshev Rachamim. That you do every time that you don't quite finish with the Chazan. You do your best, try to say every word carefully, 
and then, but when we when we get to the point of the preamble paragraph right before Yudgemudot, then you rejoin the Sibur, say the preamble with everybody else, so that you can say the Yudgemudot with everybody else. Okay, in the yeshiva, once we said, uh, this is our second time saying the Yudgemudot, this time we do not say all the stuff after that. We go after it says, Rav Chesed Lechol Korecha, we skip to the next slicha. There's going to be a second slicha. We say that quietly to ourselves. Once again, that leads to a preamble before the Yudgemudot, which we say once again, if you're if you're falling behind, finish your sentence, skip to Kel Melch Yoshev, so you can say that together, and also be able to say the Yudgum Midot with everybody else. After those initial two slichot, we say a pizmon. A pizmon is a little different than a slicha, in that the chazan says the first stanza, then we the Tzibor say the next two stanzas, okay, and then he says, follows us each stanza out loud. So it's him the first stanza out loud, we say the next two stanzas, then he says the second stanza we said, and we go stanza by stanza to the end. That's the difference between Pismon and Slicha. Slicha is said quietly, and the Pismon is said sort of in unison, stanza by stanza with, together with the Chazan. That once again leads to the preamble to the Yudgim Umidot, uh, and the Yudgim Umidot. And that leads to the paragraph called Zechor Rachamecha, which we go to, the, we say El Rishoba Chatato. We go to the sentence, Al Nata Shedolana Chatat. Then we go to the very small paragraph, Zechor Lanu Britavot. And the larger paragraph is Zechor Lanu Brit Rishonim. All is said quietly. Which brings us up to Shema Kuleinu. By Shema Kuleinu, we open the Aron. And that we also say, we say line by line with the Chazan, Chazan first, and then us. So we, now, once again, if one hasn't finished till that time, suggestion is, once again, you just finish the sentence and then come to join us for Shema Kuleinu to be said out loud, line by line, first the Chazan, then the Tzibur. We get to the end of Shema Kuleinu and Atatana Hashem Elokeinu. Then we say what's called the Vidui part. Hashemnu Bagadnu Gazalnu. It starts Elokeinu V'Kehotenu, then leads to Hashemnu Bagadnu Gazalnu, and goes all the way to the words V'Anachnu Hirshanu. That's called the Vidui part. Now in the yeshiva, what we do to save a little time is we skip the next part, which has another two viduyim. <clears throat> we say only one vidui of the three potential viduyim, and we skip to the paragraph that starts with the words hirshanu ufashanu. We skip to hirshanu fashanu. Having said only one vidui and skipping the other two viduyim, we skip to hirshanu fashanu, and then from there, basically, we go all the way to the end of the slichot, which is a, still quite a bit of time, including a Tachnun, like a like a, a non-Monday Thursday Tachnun, the short Tachnun, which we go down and say also, and there's some parts after that, and that eventually leads to um, the end of the Slichot, which ends culminates with a Kaddish Titkabel by the Chazan. Okay, that's Kaddish Titkabel. Once again, say as as much as you can. Well, try to be there with us for Yigamidot for Shema Koleinu, and uh, and do our best. That's essentially the slichot for pre-Rosh Hashanah. There are two exceptions, one a slight exception and one a major exception. The slight exceptions are the first slichot we say on Motzei Shabbat, we always start on Motzei Shabbat, where basically basically, if we go to that, to those that first, uh, the first night, we say one thing extra over what I said, and that's after that you said the, the, the two paragraphs at the beginning after Ashrei, L'cha Shem and Shomea Tfilah, when we get to there, there's an, one extra slicha called a peticha, an opening for the slichot. That's another slicha that we say. So that's a little bit extra. 
and then another another paragraph, Kiel Rechamech Rabimanu Betuchim, and that leads us to Keler Chapaim, the preamble to the Yud Gemomidot, and from there everything's the same. So on the first night of Slichot, a little bit extra, two extra paragraphs called the Pticha that actually proceed right before saying the Yud Gemomidot, and then we go to, and we go to there. But after that is the same. Now, the major exception to all this is the Slichot of Erev Rosh Hashanah. According to the Ashkenazi tradition, those are the, the, the longest Slichot of the entire Slichot process. And basically, it's similar in, in format to uh, what we said before. But instead of two middle Slichot and a Pismon, it's a lot of extra Slichot. And um, so I can, I'm not going to go into all that for you. The good news is that there's usually a rabbinical presence uh, at the yeshiva, they even they also probably might even a sheet of paper. Some of the slichot they skip because there's so many, uh, and but after that, the, but the same format stays, just with a lot of extra slichot. If you don't finish by the time they get to the preamble yud midot, finish your sentence, join them for yud midot. Again, there should be a rabbinical presence there guiding your way um, and helping you navigate the especially long uh, slichot of erev Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so with that, we basically have to cover the format of the Slichot before Rosh Hashanah. Anybody has any questions, you can WhatsApp me, you can ask me. And Bezrat Hashem, at some point, uh, we will have a, another share about the format of the Slichot after Rosh Hashanah, which is not all that different, but a little different, so we'll, we'll, uh, we will uh, talk about it then. Okay, I wish everybody a wonderful day.